Living the Principles. This podcast is hosted by Latricia Smith and Phyllis G. Williams. Living the Principles seeks to expand mindsets, express beliefs, and edify excellence in hopes of building a stronger Black community. Welcome to Living the Principles. I am Latricia, and with me is my co-host, Phyllis. Hey, Phyllis. Hello, Latricia, and hello out there, Difference Makers. Today, we have a special guest. We are continuing our series called Minding Your Black Business. Samantha Gooden is on a mission to help female coaches crush their fears as they liberate the message within, launch their ideas, and monetize their genius. This harvest-trained marketing and leadership coach has trained over 100 women in the last nine months and is ready to share her dynamic energy with more of the world. Welcome, Samantha. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, uh, Phyllis. And thank you so much, Patricia. It's like, so good to be here. I have to laugh. Like everyone, every time I hear that, minding your black business. There's so much black business we've got to mind right now. Yes. Very true. Very true. So we had an opportunity to speak with you not only once, but twice. And you dropped some really great nuggets. And we want to share that with the listeners and with the viewers today because we are live. And one of the things that you talked about was how women are invisible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's it's one of those things that really... um, it gets me to the core. In fact, just before I came here, I was talking with one of my coaching clients about it. And the invisibility of women is something that has generally happened over time, especially for black women, black indigenous people of color, right? For all of us, because to be seen and to be heard has very often been connected to our own survival. You know, if you were seen, that meant that you actually potentially could have been killed, right? That's what slavery did. That is what Everything the civil rights movement showed us. And there are multiple, multiple places where it happened to our ancestors, to our forefathers, to those who went ahead of us. And um, especially for women, what happens is we either become afraid of being seen or heard and we don't want to talk about our message. So you're doing brilliant work, but no one knows about it. Or you're afraid to stand up for what you believe in, in the workplace or with inside of your entrepreneurial endeavor. So you're doing stuff, right? You have a business, but you're afraid to guess where, guess what that shows up in your sales and your marketing. And for a business, especially when your business is getting just to that 20K mark, you're looking for monthly recurring revenue, about 20K. When you're inside of that space, 20K, getting into that 50K monthly recurring revenue, the most important thing for you is sales and marketing. So when you stop being seen and heard or you're not showing up, it means that you're the potential of your business growth and your opportunity growth also decreases. So we don't need to get, you know, we don't need to shrink. Now is actually a time of expansion. But the other thing, and I see it's something that we do to sabotage ourselves also as female CEOs, is that we are afraid of success and we may not admit it, but it's like we go to the edge of something grand and great. We may even visualize it and say we want to manifest it, but just at that point of going for it, somehow we sabotage ourselves or we find that the environment seems to be working against us, which is our own self-fulfilling prophecy. So it's it's a powerful thing. And that part of black business, something definitely to mind. Mm-hmm. 
So you spoke of slavery and some other issues of not being seen as far as it relates to culture. Why do you think black women don't want to be seen or heard for other reasons or for personal reasons? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. That's really a good question. So can I just, I'm going to share it with you from, from this perspective. I'm just going to share with this analogy. So if for your entire life, you were like a trout or a salmon and all you were doing was swimming uphill, right? So the water, the stream is going this way. And as a fish, you're going this way, your entire life, when you're being seen and heard, it actually would then mean that you're going with the stream. So stream going this way, and now you're going this way. If you're not uh, used to doing things a particular way, you're actually not going to do it, even though it's easier. So the salmon or the trout, it doesn't want to go in the direction of the stream. and actually wants to go the opposite way because that's where it's trained to, to. For those of us as Black women, we are so afraid of having to just be vulnerable and show ourselves because we're used to having to fight for territory, to fight for the right to be understood and appreciated as being beautiful. And that, that even that self-inflicted pain and guilt and shame, most of the times that's steeped inside of our families. So if, unless we're emotionally aware and spiritually aware, we're losing out on that. We usually then project it on other women. If we're going to be honest, the average one of us is highly critical of other women in our space. Mostly not because of the other woman. It's because we're highly critical of ourselves. Is that, you know, we're reflecting that. And so I would say that's a, that's a powerful, that's a powerful thing that happens. And that also affects our businesses. So one of, one of the ways I, I like not to just look at problems. I also like to consider solutions. I highly recommend that we consider how we can create cross cultural even because we can all be black but from different cultures and therefore have different black experiences create cross cultural experiences that therefore lead to a different kind of exposure and awareness and therefore action because ultimately we want to have is hear this behavioral change we want to change the way we behave about ourselves and therefore with each other because we're so much greater together than we could be apart like ever 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 and as you spoke of women being critical, I thought that could possibly be the reason we don't want to be criticized or laughed at. And if we're put up front, that's what's going to happen. But once it, like, what you focus on expands, right? So if I, I'm, I was born in England, my parents are Jamaican. I live in Barbados, right? So I, I have a very strong island culture, but I have lived also in, over when I did it, it's like over 30 countries around the world I've lived in and traveled in, right? Over the like the last 10 years. And when you start looking at it, it's not unique to us as black women, it's pronounced for us as black women. And <laughs> if we're only focused on criticizing the other person, which is really our own self-critique, then we're not going to see the supportive environments that are around. So when I made significant shifts in my own life 10 years, 15 years ago, I stopped seeing the critics and I started doing the work of loving myself. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's a journey that you can start on, which then helps you to attract more loving women who do the supportive work that you guys are doing right now. I love that. I'm sorry, Phyllis, were you getting ready to say something? I think she's telling you to go. Uh, No. I was just going to say, I love that because I think Phyllis really hit the nail on the hammer or the hammer on the nail, however the phrase goes. And saying that because we are so critical of one another 
And like you said, we come from different cultures. Although we're black, we culturally we are different, even regionally, even if we're from if we're all Americans, yes, we are still different regionally. Southerners yeah. are different than Westerners are different than Easterners. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times it is the fear that you said, but what is the fear based on? Most of the time, I think it's fear of judgment. We don't want to be judged. We don't want to be criticized. We don't want people saying negative things about us. And hmm. like you said, you did the work. You did the work for the self-love and you realize something. You realize that it's not you, but it's the other person. We're judging, criticizing based on ourselves, not on the other person. And once we all come to realize that, that, you know, that's that's not my problem. That's your problem. Then we can go forward. So I, I love what both of you said. It's it's really powerful. Yeah, I, I keep learning. I learn it over and over. So my my message is really about fearlessness. So I believe that we should all be taking fearless action and taking fearless action every day. And that will mean different things for different ones of us. For the female coaches that I am coaching, I believe that each person, by virtue of your divine design, you have a unique message that you're here to, to share. That message can be taken with your experience coupled with your powerful genius, we can turn that into a course or an idea and you can monetize that. And I believe every woman should have wealth, right? So while that's, while that's my message and that's what I share, I also recognize that in order for me to keep being fearless, I have to keep doing, taking fearless action myself. And every time I, I go to that next level or I choose to, I am faced with some of the same gremlins that are knocking on my door. Some of those same demons who are the ones about criticism. Ultimately, it's rejection, shame, guilt, and fear. But once again, what you focus on expands. So instead of focusing on, oh my goodness, they're probably going to criticize me. I do extensive work to ensure that I don't want the stuff from the outside coming in. I want to be focused on what I'm putting within me so that I can push it out into the world in a powerful way. And when each of us as black women minding our black business, when each of us recognize we are powerful forces of good, like we are our own supernovas. We are our own. Oh gosh, that just gave me chills. Um, we are our own illuminating forces wherever we are. It doesn't matter. You know, there's this quote that says that the lion doesn't care about the, um, the, the, the rumors or the noise of the sheep. A lion doesn't care about it. They could be murmuring. The murmuring of the sheep matters nothing to the lion because the lion understands its prowess and its power. And that's what I would love for all of us as women to, to know you're powerful. You're beautiful. You are fearless. And that doesn't mean you don't feel fear. It means you feel the fear and you do it anyways. And the more territory you take is the more territory you take. And the more territory you take is the more courageous you become. And the more courageous you become is the more you empower more women to do the same thing. And our world ultimately becomes a greater place. Man, oh, mm. let's let's all embrace our inner lioness. Oh, yes. We, we have the power and the prowess. Let's do yeah. it. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah. Another thing that you talked about the last time we spoke with you was about these imperfect actions, just just doing it. And I think that's another thing that holds us back, that keeps us invisible, is that we spend a lot of time trying to do things perfectly. And mm. in the real world, perfection doesn't exist. It only exists in our in our minds and in our eyes. And and I know that I'm guilty of 
trying to have things a certain way. I it's some of it is standards and some of it is this uh tendency towards perfection. Oh, there's so much to unpack. There's so much to unpack. So my my take is that control is an illusion, right? Control is an illusion. It's so much of a persistent illusion you don't realize how elusive it is. It doesn't exist. The job security that we feel that we have doesn't exist. The even even the security that you have right now that you're sitting on a chair, like if we were to take a chair to the molecular level, my first two degrees are science degrees. I love this is the kind of stuff I totally geek out on. But if we were to take things down to a molecular level, there are so many um factors to consider in all that we do. What what instead I believe that we should be focusing on? Hmm. hmm. Is this great? This this message is this message has me tingling. Ah, oh, goodness! Is the is is this power, the power within us to create? If you if you if you know when you connect that you are creator and you are power, what you speak when you move, you actually shift an environment. You women are doing that right now. You are shifting environment. You're doing it in a physical way. By shifting the airwaves through the sound waves, and you're doing it visually through this um, broadcast, but then you also use your influence to shift environments and mindsets of those who listen, right? We are always doing this. This is leadership. This is the definition of leadership. Leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing less. So you are actually impacting the world with powerful leadership because in our environments, we are not necessarily reinforcing because if, if you're getting me honest maybe you didn't i know for sure i didn't grow up love you mommy and daddy but i didn't grow up in an environment that was highly positive reinforcing for actions because once again as black people a lot of times our first reaction and our first action is fear-based always concerned about what we don't have rather than what we do have but there's work oh that we can do that embraces the creator you speak and you create you move into the space and you create and you shift. Woo, guys, huh, this is kind of like electrifying for me. Hmm. So true. And um, we have a mutual friend called Coach Billy C. And she always Whew. encourages us to be creators. We're co-creators. We come from creation. So how can we not create other things? One thing that I know is some women are shy. So what advice would you give to a woman who is shy? Power does not doesn't mean that you have to be loud, right? Power and and sound or volume are not equated. If a woman is shy, she can find other powerful ways. I, I so I'm a musician, right? I'm a singer songwriter. Have a project that was actually considered for a Grammy last year, right? And when I usually work with um when I work with musicians. I say to them that music, silence is music too. Silence is music too. Just means that there is power even in saying nothing. So the woman who is shy, I would say to you, identify where your power lies. Is it in writing? Then write. If it means that your shyness, it, and, and, and really, really define what shy means for you. Does that mean you don't want to go in front of the camera? Does that mean you're afraid of the microphone? Um, what does shy mean? Does it mean that you uh, actually just would prefer to stay home? I'm an introvert. I'm a situational extrovert. So I come out of my shell when needed. 
do the interrogative work to understand yourself and your shyness and then find your point of power because you do have one and then use that. So if it's the pen or in the email or the blog or the vlog, right? If you're going to choose that that instead is going to be um, singing or writing a book, find the channel. I, I'm telling you, you have one. You, you definitely have one. And it's one that can be used and monetized right now in this day and age. That if you, if, if you leave here knowing nothing else, guys, I have this thing that's called the launch your message method. And I want to share it very quickly. It, last year at this time, I was flat out broke. I had absolutely nothing. When I tell you nothing, nothing, I had my, my own marketing agency, my marketing agency, we just hit the um, 500K mark, had 20 team members. This is the end of 2018 and everything looked like it was going good. Our major clients said bye-bye. And at the time when they said bye-bye, I spent the next eight, nine, 10 months trying to keep the company and the team afloat with all of our profits and all of my savings. By the time I got to July 31, 2019, there was nothing left, nothing. I said goodbye to my last team member and I was flat out. Depression and anxiety, they were haunting me every single day. And so when I talk to you about this stuff, this stuff is real for me because it was a course that I created just from something in my mind based on what I, I learned. I, I, I had a course. I built $497 for it. 10 people bought it. That was $5,000 that put food on the table. And using that, I was able to reinvest part of it to help me to go get some more learning. And when I went to the next level of learning, I didn't have money to buy food. I didn't have money for plane tickets, but it was the will that made the way. And I, I can go into that in a, a whole nother story. I, I share this just to say to you that there is genius. There is power in you. There is opportunity that's awaiting for you to strike it, even if you feel that you don't have the means for it. It exists. Oh, it exists. And, and you are your greatest sales machine. You are your greatest marketing. You are your greatest billboard. Own the power because it's yours. So true. Do you have a resource that you could give the listeners to build that confidence mm. and recognize that they're a genius mm. or even strategies? You know what? This is good. If you go to unlockyourbrandnow.com, unlockyourbrandnow.com, um, actually, that's one of my free resources. The entire resource is less than 60 seconds long. It's like five videos. But in those five videos, I show you how you can break down your knowledge, excuse me, into something that you can just sell. So the same process that took me through um, my time of complete and total drought, decimation, thought it was the end of me, total demise. That process is actually what I share um, in unlockyourbrandnow.com. Free resource, up and available for anyone. I'd also say to you, come check me out on Facebook. Send me a DM. I'm inside there all the time um, because I, I this what I'm talking to you about, I believe this is my life work. I believe this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Our, per, our, our vision may shift, but our mission remains the same, right? So it is my mission to inspire and educate change agents to live lives of authenticity and abundance. How are you going to do that? The tools that I'm presently using are marketing and leadership, right? Marketing and leadership. So you may choose, once you connect with your vision, what the tools are going to be as you go to fulfill your mission. This is what I'm here to do. This is what I am here to do. 
And I want to see more women with wealth. I want to see more black women with wealth. I want to see more of us supporting each other. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do something. It doesn't have to be perfect. Perfection is just another one of those illusions. But you can do the best you can do. It's the kind of thing that, you know, it wakes me up in the out of the bed at night. It, it's, it's, it's that kind of thing. That's how passionate I am about this one. You are very passionate and I can see it in your face and hear it in your voice. And it's just, I'm enjoying all of the things that you're saying. And I wanted to circle back to the shyness piece and the thing about perfection, the perfection being an illusion. And also I think perfection is another thing that keeps us invisible. As long mm. as we have an excuse for why we can't put it out, we can't put mm. it out because it's not good enough then that keeps us invisible. But when Mm. you talked about the shyness, it really shifted my perspective on visibility because sometimes, well, personally, when I was thinking visibility, I was thinking where people can see you physically. But when you talked about visibility, you talked about it from a different perspective, writing a book, doing a blog, all these different things that, people can do having a social media page where you're posting different things. Those things are visibility. They're making your, your brand, they're making you visible. Although maybe you're behind the scenes, this is still visibility. So I totally is. It really is. And, and hear what, right. So what I speak about is um, the truth of you, that the easiest marketing and the easiest sales is going to come from the truth of you. This is what I call, call personal integrity. So personal integrity just means that what you're doing on the inside and what you're feeling on the inside is what you're reflecting on the outside. It's not about my uh, makeup or my shoes or my clothes. And I did a personal experiment on this a little over two years ago when I started uh, realizing that I was losing everything. I I gave away over 80%, maybe about 90% of everything I owned. And I owned some pretty nice things. Uh, I didn't sell them. I gave them away, everything from fancy stoves and thing. And I decided that I wanted to go the route of minimalism because I wanted to connect with who I truly was. Instead of seeking to define myself by what I had, I wanted to reconnect with the or redefine my own identity, not because of who somebody else says I'm to be, but who I believe I am to be. And when you connect that understanding with the truth of who you are, the energetic resonance, it just means the way that you show up in the world will attract to you the new opportunities and the new people into the space. This isn't hocus pocus. This isn't some weird thing out there. In fact, if, you, if we're to go into our ancestry, we've been doing this, we've been doing this a really long time. <laughs> So utilizing this, I, I, I'm going to go back to this. You, the root of you is power. And whether it's one person, 10 people, a million people, a hundred million people, do the work to define, do the work to reach those people. And the first thing you just have to do is show up. Choose to show up and shine. And even if you feel like you're only shining dimly, it's better than nothing because where light is, darkness disappears. Ooh, where light is, darkness disappears. You think a match is, is, is actually comparing itself to a big lamp or a big stadium bulb? Because when the match shows up, the darkness disappears. Oh, and that is who we are. We are light. We are light. So 
no worry about who many people you feel are watching you on, on, on whether it's on your vlog or on your blog or on your 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 live or or reading whatever don't worry about that as you show up in your space the people for you are going to show up for you man you are you're absolutely right you are absolutely right but i think a lot of times it is easier said than than done so sometimes we just have to step out and just do it and be our true and authentic selves. I love what you said about not worrying about what other people think or who other people say you are or who other people believe you are or want you to be, but just be who you are. And I think a lot of times people come out trying to be somebody that they're not to appease the masses. But no, when you're who you are, like you said, the people for you are going to show up. So yeah. really and, great stuff. Yeah. Really Thank great you. Stuff. Thank you. Thank you. There's so much I could say on this. There's so much I could say on this. Cause this week, um, I get very moved by it, but this week I was talking to a young lady. We were talking about what it means to truly own your blackness as a black woman. Mm. Um, if you're an educated black woman, but you're around people who may not look like you or sound like you have a different cultural background than you. How do you still own your space without needing to conform or feeling the need to be somebody else? Right. And you know what? Our counterparts, it's not really the conversations that they're having, right? They're good. So how do we do it? Part of it is spaces like this that you're creating around Black excellence. Spaces where we can supportively say to each other, hey, Latricia, you know what? The reason that my hair looks like this is because I broke my comb on Monday and um, I really haven't been combing my hair and Latricia being able to tell me, well, you know what? It's good. You can, it's okay. You can leave it because I usually only where my, this is a real story. I really only usually catch my hair in one of my hair, my comb broke and I haven't had a chance to go buy a new one. When we, but when we reinforce each other, reinforce our beauty, even our issues have a place of love and support. It, it shifts everything. So I want to thank you both for creating this kind of community and a place for us to talk freely and open like this, because you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have a website. Here I'm telling you. You don't have to have huge tech skills. It's not even a ton of money. What you want is to have the will. And if I'm going to be very honest, most of us, we just don't have the will to get it done because we, we've we chosen not to. That's the, that's the painful part, you know. We have chosen not to. So if, you, if you're ready to make the choice, stand up and be counted. Wow. So, Samantha... Could you tell us um, how to reach you, how the listeners can reach you? You say at your Facebook, is there oh any gosh. other method? <laughs> so guess what, guys? I am on, I am literally on a mission. One platform, one product, one, <sighs> one message. My message is the message of fearlessness. Be fearless. Crush your fears. Liberate your message. Launch your ideas. Make money. That is my singular message. The single platform you're going to find me on is Facebook. If you go to my Instagram right now, it hasn't been active and it's been deliberate that way. And when you come in Facebook, whether it's DM or whether it's on my page, you're going to see, you're going to find me there 100% of the way. I'm running my own experiment right now. And my experiment is I want to make $100,000 using Facebook alone, sharing a message. Um, last month, uh, through billing and bringing people in, I was able to gross 28,000. So I'm on my way to my goal, right? And I'm on my way to my goal while still serving the people that I believe that I am here to serve. I'm so 
Like I'm so like I'm this is a real thing for me. Um, so come find me there and let's talk. Let's talk. I I spend my days having conversations with women. I have a coaching program. Guess what it's called? The Fearless Coaches Club, where I work with women and help them to literally take the genius. And so my genius and my superpower is helping you to unravel it all. And I give you clarity. I, I put that out into a roadmap and we put very clear goals around it. I have an accountability coach in the program and so many other things which are dedicated to helping women do what they have to do. My goal is to help every woman get her return on investment, right? Um, within 30 to 40 days. And it is more than possible. So come find me there. Come find me there. We normally do something. Do you have anything else? It's been a joy having you and learning so much about you with the music and the science and the 30 countries. We talked and we didn't know about that. So that was exciting. But there, you said there were so many things to talk about, right? It's just yeah. So many things. Yeah. And of course, being fearless. Yeah. We would like for you, we typically do this thing called the principal challenge since we're based mm -hmm. on the seven Kwanzaa principle. Could you give the listeners a challenge, a call to action that they can complete? Yeah. Principal challenge. Live them out. So I told you my message is about fearlessness. And every day my goal for myself is to take fearless action and continue to take fearless action. So the what I would like to challenge you to do is what I call the future self exercise. So for seven days, you're going to journal through your future self. The power of this exercise, I created it from my coaching company, which is called Life Design. The power of um, the power of the future self exercise is that our future self already knows the answer because she's already solved the problems that we've had today. So when you start writing from her perspective, you find that the problems you have today, they're actually way, way smaller. So if you feel like you're broke now because you need $10, she's already made like 100000 So the brokenness today is like, ah, it's no problem. I'm going to get it. And it causes our minds to find solutions for our everyday problems. The exercise I'm giving you is seven days. Every single day you're going to journal, but you're going to do a future self gratitude exercise. So put yourself 90 days from today, just 90 days. And start writing in the present tense from that place about the things that you've already achieved. So you're talking about the things that you have achieved, which would be in your present right now, but your, for your future self, that would be your past. So you would start your exercise by saying, I'm so happy and thankful that I met Latricia and Phyllis. It was one of the most powerful experiences because coming out of it, I had wonderful uh, speaking engagements and I started connecting with the black community that I didn't even know existed. And you start actually forth telling, so you speaking into the future desires that you have and you're setting intentions. So my challenge to you is to do this for seven days and watch what happens inside of your life. You're affirming yourself as you do it. You're loving yourself as you do it. But you're also connecting with the powerful creator as you do it. It's it's phenomenal. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm a writer, so I definitely will do it. <laughs> yes, please tell me what happens, Phyllis. Tell me what happens. I um, will. Please tell me what happens. I was oh. already in my mind. Okay, that's going to be November. So <laughs> <laughs> I got to start thinking about November. What's going to happen? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And um, we appreciate you coming so much. I appreciate yes. being here. Thank you so much, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And um, Samantha, could you say that website one more time? Unlock. Yeah. Unlockyourbrandnow.com. 
unlockyourbrandnow.com. Thank you yeah. so much. We will be in touch. And um, I'll see you on Facebook. Yes, please. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Latricia, since you are so good at recapping, could you recap our experience today and some of the things you've learned? Wow. It's been a wonderful experience today. And basically, the bottom line is just show up. Just come out. Do you. And don't worry about other people. Don't worry about how it turns out. Just show up. And when you show up, things are going to show up with you. Oh, I like that, too. That's so good. Yeah. All right. For our next section, open your mind, hearts, and ears as we spread the good news, which is all about being seen and being heard. Not rumors, not rubbish. Living the principles, we spread the good news. Writing is one way to be seen and heard. Just take it from Nicole Hannah-Jones. Nicole Hannah-Jones of the New York Times has been awarded the Pulitzer Prize in commentary for an essay that paved the way for the 1619 Project. The 1619 Project is a series of essays about Black history that was centered on slavery. This good news is special to me because it gives voices to our ancestors. Our second good news comes from former First Lady Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama has launched her podcast, The Michelle Obama Show. Her first guest was her husband, Barack Obama. They spoke about the importance of community, reasons they fell in love, and edified the youth who are driving social, legal, and environmental change. In her latest episode, she speaks about her personal experience with depression due to the changes from the pandemic. You can subscribe to the Michelle Obama Show on Spotify. Lastly, our good news is about another powerful woman who has a voice expanding over decades. It takes courage to use your voice and be seen. It also takes courage, humility, and more to use your voice but not be seen. For the first time in 20 years, Oprah Winfrey was not on the cover of her magazine. She Mm -hmm. instead chose to use the face of Breonna Taylor, who was killed in her own house from a faulty police raid. When you're loud and seen, it can benefit others by bringing more attention. So that is our good news for today. Latricia, can you close us out with our soul snack? Yes. Keeping with the theme of being seen and heard, our soul snack for today comes from an African proverb that says, if you do not speak up, you will die unheard. Ooh, that's so good. I love it. Ooh. That's our show for today. Until next time, enhance your mind and impact your communities. Thanks for listening to Living the Principles podcast. Be sure to visit us at livingtheprinciples365.com to access the show and join in on the conversations.